0: was ever the Pirates intent to sell Pittsburgh on the need for the franchise to build with youth, then maybe it's the Pirates right now who need to just, you know, take yes for an answer. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins right where you found this. The Pirates split a doubleheader in Detroit yesterday, winning the matinee 3-2 to two and losing the nightcap 5-2. to two. And those games went, for the most part, the way this very early portion of the 2021 season has gone. And by that... I mean that the young players have been fun to watch and have contributed to the winning, and the old players have done the opposite. I get, I get what Ben Charrington was trying to do when he built the 26-man roster for this season. He didn't want to just let the children off on their own. And and I can appreciate that and I, and I can respect it. But I also see a team where even if certain older players aren't getting pushed from behind, they're also not really achieving anything. They're not really contributing anything. If it sounds like I'm getting on Gregory Polanco, it's not that simple, but I'll I'll get to Polanco in a minute. The thing that really stood out to me from yesterday is seeing Miguel Yahure pitch. Do not pay any attention to his line last night if you didn't see the game. Four and a third innings Charged with four runs, couple home runs. The line doesn't look good. I think he ends up with something like an 8.3 ERA in his first Major League start. My goodness was this kid good. And he didn't deserve anything that happened to him other than the two home runs. Both of which were solo shots, by the way. Polanco turned a single through the right side into... An RBI double, even though the runner who scored on the play started out at first base. That's how long it took Polanco to get there, and that's how lazy his approach was and how he just kind of lobbed the ball into second base when the ball never had any business going to second base. It needed to go home. 100 out of 100 times it needed to go home. If there was going to be a cutoff, then there was going to be a cutoff. Yahure didn't deserve that. His off-speed stuff was exactly what I'd been telling you about for months now, going back to the very beginning of spring training. His poise was exactly what I'd been telling you about. He's very much under control. After he gave up his initial home run, he just kept throwing strikes. What a concept, right? I loved watching him pitch. I look forward to watching him pitch for the next six years. I don't want him out of the rotation. I can't make that any clearer. I don't want to see Trevor Cahill take another turn. He can be the multiple inning innings eater. you know the mop up guy. I don't care if I see Chad cool pitch again. I'd rather watch Miguel Yahuare pitch than Mitch Keller. I'm not suggesting you take Keller out of the rotation. He's too important to the future. You got to figure him out. You got to get him right. You got to make sure but I'm telling you that I'd rather watch Yahuare pitch. The kid can pitch. He doesn't have the the liveliest arm on the staff to put it mildly. His fastball is, I mean, it's not bad. It's, it's like 92, 93 range when he really lets it rip. But his off-speed stuff moves. He knows where it's going, and he has confidence in it. More of that kid, less of the other guys that I mentioned. Charrington brought up Rodolfo Castro as the 27th man that's now allowed for these seven-inning doubleheader games. And Castro just walked onto the field and started at third base. I love this. I love this. Not just for entertainment purposes, because I know this is something that everyone enjoys. They'd rather see new faces, especially when a team hasn't done well for a while. Uh, Give us the kids. Give us the kids. I'm not saying this from that standpoint. I'm not saying this because I want to be entertained. I'm saying this because the younger players are markedly better than the older players. And I understand from years and years of talking to baseball people that you don't promote someone simply on that basis. They have to show that they're legitimately ready, not just that they're better than whoever you got. But when I look at Yajure, again, I'm not, I'm not going to you know, play pitching coach here. I can't be an expert the way these guys are, but I, to my eyes, it looks like he's ready to pitch in the majors right now. In fact, he just did. He was really good. And significantly better than what they had. So you put those two things together, and then you go, all right, now this, this means something. This is good. This is ideal, actually. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by North Shore Tavern. That's located across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's the sister slash companion restaurant to Mike's Beer Bar. They're right next to each other. If you've been to Mike's, you know all about his 500 beers, 80 locals. North Shore Tavern has access to all of that. North Shore Tavern also has steak on a stone, signature item on the menu, an experience. It's also the planet's only, only Pirate Sports Bar, front to back. Great place to watch the 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 ball games when they're on the road, or heck, even when they're at home, or watch any kind of sports that you want. There's multiple TVs through the place. Wonderful, wonderful establishment. North Shore Tavern. If you're going to do this, go ahead and do it. Put this team together the same way Yahure pitched last night. Don't be afraid of it. I know you're going to see some cringing before long about service time issues for people who really, really know baseball and its player movement mechanics and that sort of thing will understand that once you bring up Miguel Yahure, or for that matter, Rodolfo Castro, whenever it is that he comes up for good, and he's 21 years old and has never played above Class A, so that's not going to happen anytime soon, but once you bring somebody up and they're up for good, their clock starts rolling. And what that means is you have six full years of service time that you need to put in in the majors before you can become a free agent. So Cabrian Hayes starts out this season with the Pirates, and this is the first of his six years before he can leave as a free agent, just to give you an example. If I'm Charrington, I'm not going to be worried much about that sort of thing. Principally because six years is a long, long time. And to give you an example with Yahure, he's already been in the minors for a few weeks. He already had a cup of coffee previously, by the way, with the Yankees, which counted toward his service time So you'd have to manipulate it somewhere along the line to try to get a full year back. But again, listen to what we're talking about here. We're talking about five, six years. It's a long time. It's a long, long time in the world, never mind in baseball. So many things can change that I really don't think that starting anyone's clock right now is going to be detrimental to the Pirates' chances of putting together a competitive team or even a contender within that kind of time span. This is a similar approach to what we were going to see, from what I understand, with Blake Sederland. Blake Cedarland's a little older, obviously 25, but he was going to have every chance to be part of this bullpen, possibly even the closer. And he's throwing 100 miles an hour and change before his Tommy John. That's that's somebody that you don't want to keep out of your pen based on service time. You want him throwing bullets. And I do feel like Charrington and Derek Shelton would benefit most from having this environment through which to build the roster. The last thing you want the last thing you want is to keep guys down at levels where they don't belong. We saw that with Neil Huntington and Kyle Stark for 12-plus years, where these guys, you had to do this, that, and whatever else and carry telephone poles on the beach in order to make it from low A to high A. Because the wannabe military guy in Stark uh, – didn't approve of so-and-so's demeanor or whatever. This is the kind of stuff I heard about from players over the years. They tried to pull this stunt with Neil Walker and others and others when they were very, very clearly ready to be promoted. I don't get any sense at all from Charrington or his people that this is their thing. Charrington has told me himself that when a player's ready, they're moving up. Uh, As simple as that. And by that, he doesn't just mean from AAA to the majors or, in Castro's case, from single A to the majors, but even from level to level as they go. And it'll never be... Charrington takes pains to stress. It'll never be based on some uniform checklist the way it was under Huntington and Stark. Every player has his own strengths, shortcomings, needs... Wants whatever it is, and each player will be treated as an individual, and they'll move up, or not move up, based on their own skill set and what the team's expectations is expect, expectations are for that player. If that makes sense. Good, good. Move them up, get them up, use them. Get Polanco and whatever else. Cahill, get that stuff out of here. One more time, not for my amusement, not so that I don't get bored, not because I'm tired of Polanco, but because they give your team a better chance to win now and a better chance to win when it'll count even more. When we come back to just- Welcome back. Time for Just One Question. Today's comes from Stuart, who asks, What's going on in Bradenton with Cole Tucker and Jared Oliva? Is there hope that at some early time this season, Oliva can be dropped into center and Tucker at short? I'm all for that. As for Polanco, as my wife always told our kids, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I don't know. I mean, the Polanco bridge to me was crossed two years ago when it was clear that he couldn't throw a baseball anymore. I mean, his shoulder is shot. He can no longer throw a baseball. This is not about him uh, recovering from the surgery or anything like that. What you saw last night on that lame throw to second base was a guy who can't get the ball to the plate. So it's easier for him to just throw it to second than it is to even attempt a throw where he had to know. It should have gone. Call me cynical on that if you want, except that he's done it repeatedly. He can no longer throw a baseball. And Yohure didn't deserve that. What's going on with Tucker and Oliva? Um, They have been, for anybody who doesn't know, spending the past month at Pirate City in Bradenton receiving special instruction Uh, committed, dedicated, intensely personalized instruction aimed principally at making them better, more consistent hitters. And here again, to go back to what I was saying in the first segment, there isn't a one-size-fits-all. What's wrong with Oliver isn't necessarily what's wrong with Tucker. In fact, I'd be stunned if they were. But both are seen as guys who athletically, awareness-wise, motivationally, and everything else are prepared to be big league ballplayers if they can hit. And I don't mean to throw that in at the end as if it's nothing. It's kind of a big deal. You have to be able to hit a baseball. And they've both done that at different points. In their career, not not so much Tucker. All of it has, and not to any great extent. I think what you have here, not I think, I know from talking to the Pirates, is that they, they believe these two guys are kind of like right there. And they're almost being treated as if they're on a taxi squad as opposed to let's send them back to the minor leagues and have them ride buses. Instead, let's just have them do this. Let's just have them go down there and get work in and work on these very, very specific items that we're all focused on. That's that's what's happening down there. Um, you advocate here, Stu, that you want to just drop them in, or drop Oliver into center and Tucker at short. I'm nowhere near in that camp. I I want to see something. I want to see that they can hit. I, I don't want to see, you know. L- let's put it this way. Let's just take – because I I talked at length yesterday about center field. I just think that should be Brian Reynolds' spot right now. But for shortstop, I know, everyone knows, Kevin Newman's been terrible. And the same way everybody knows that Newman was phenomenal in the spring with his 700-plus batting average, the truth with Newman probably lies somewhere in the middle. Ideally, it lies somewhere in the middle because that would actually make him, like, what, a 500-hitter? <laughs> Maybe that's not the best way to phrase that. Newman's a better player than what he's shown. But if he isn't, I'm not putting Cole Tucker there. I'm putting Eric Gonzalez there. You know, Gonzalez is uh, an outstanding defender. He really is. Came up with another really big hit yesterday. And this is, this is a guy that's not particularly old either. I'm not just handing Cole Tucker a job until I can see that he can hit. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I get everybody likes him. He's popular. He's amazing, amazing personality. Like instantly one of the best personalities in all of Pittsburgh sports. Got to hit the ball. Oliver has that look about him. He looks like he should be a major league outfielder. He just, you just see him and you think baseball player. Got a hit. They got a hit. It's as simple as that. Look, the one thing, I I, I know it might sound like I'm sending some mixed messages, especially with that first segment. When I say, let's see the young guys and get rid of the old guys, I'm going to reiterate that qualifier here. The young guys need to be ready. They need to be able to play. And when they are, that's when they need to play ahead of whoever. There has to be step one before you can get to step two. I'm looking at Yahure and I'm seeing step one. I'm looking at Tucker and Oliver and you know some other guys and, and I'm not. But when I do, yeah, they'd better play. They'd absolutely better play. Good questions, Stu. Thanks for that. Thanks to everybody for listening. We'll have another daily shot of pirates tomorrow.